Welcome everyone to our final episode of the Mighty Morphin Power Rangers Book Club. Uh, this is the final three volumes of Mighty Morphin Power Rangers because Boom Studios collects these in the worst way possible. Um, but That's true. Yeah. yeah, we are doing issue. The the last three volumes include the 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 last nine issues, twenty one through thirty, and the final one shot, which ends Kyle Higgins' run, uh, Shattered Grid. Ten issues. Ten issues. Yeah. Um. So twenty one. Through 20, uh, so 21 through 24 are written by Kyle Higgins. Of course, the entire thing is written by Kyle Higgins. Uh, with art by uh, Jonas mm -hmm. Scharf and jo Joanna Lafuente. 25 to 30, Daniela de Nicola, Nicola uh, picks up art with Walter uh, Bayamonte. Then the one shot is Man Man Manuel de Nicola. And uh, Dieso Galindo, I'm so sorry, with colors by Walter uh, Bayamonte and Marcelo Costa. And all, everything is lettered by Ed Dukeshire. Now, this also has backup stories. Scott and Bob, uh, Squat and Babo, Scott and Babo. Uh, Squat and Babo by Ryan Ferrier with Bacha uh, on art with Triona Farrell. And the next backup story that they that they pick up is Blue Centurion and Nin, and Ninjor, also by Ryan Ferrier, and uh, and and drawn by Bacha, but with colors by Jeremy Lawson. Uh, Ryan Ferrier is the new writer for the new series that just came out. Yeah, he's also the writer for um, uh, Go Go Power Rangers, which is a great series, which I really liked. Man, he's just he's taking over the reins, I guess. Then yeah, cool. Um, okay, so what do we think about these final volumes? I think they're okay. Uh, and uh, so to clarify, like the, uh, this is volumes, which number? Six, seven, and eight. And eight is just two issues and, a, and the one shot. And the one shot, yes. Wow. wow. That's terrible. Boom, get your, boom spears, we love uh, you, but get your act together, damn. I think it's, I mean, I I've read other boom books. I, is it, I think it's only this one that they collect four in an issue. Yeah, this right. is not standard for boom studios weird i um, want to say there's another boom that we know yeah is just four issues but i can't think of which one it is but well, I, I, I don't say it's not standard but i do think they do this on others yeah. i will say 12 issue minis uh, <clears throat> are collected in four issues uh four issue volumes so i think all of the um uh adventure time ones mm. are four vol are four issues a volume is that correct brandon i don't know i haven't read them I mean, that makes more sense. Those seem like more like kind of standalone. Like they don't need to be. No, they are. Yeah. That's true. But I mean, it's still like, uh, you know, how much, how much get, you get packed in. For Bang your, for your buck. Yeah. 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 And I'm not talking like the Adventure Time, like the, the mini series. I'm talking like when they were doing the Adventure Time, like just run through comic. Yeah. <clears throat> Steven Universe, I think is the same case. Cause that's Boom Studios too. Cause I read, I read Kong of Skull Island, which is a 12 issue mini series, maxi series. Sorry. Uh, and that's collected four issues and four issues per volume. And Berserker, which is Keanu Reeves' uh, new book, uh, is coming out. Uh, it will be collected in three volumes with four issues each. I mean, if that's it, man, that, if that's how your business runs, I guess that's cool. That's cool, dog. Get it's more money. Yes, they All do right. sell the page less than most other people, at least. That's good. That's true. Like they're not right. selling you a near twenty dollar trade. That's just four issues. They better so. not. Marvel Studios, Disney. <laughs> Uh, okay, I think so comic is, is I think it's fine. I was really expecting this big end game event to feel bigger. Um, the stakes when, when like when characters died, I knew they weren't going to be dead. Um, there was small character stuff that I really really liked, but that's kind of been the case for this whole series. Um, I think just some of its parts. Uh, I think I think at the end of the day, I think it's all very fine uh, with some really good stuff in between. Um, but. I also think that the final one shot should have been an entire arc. I can't believe that final one shot is the end of this shattered grid story, and it's in one issue. Um, it felt very fast. Yeah, I mean, going back to—I know I've said this before, and I'll totally say it again—but going back to when I was watching Power Rangers on TV, the crossover episodes where they bring back the old Rangers were always my favorite episodes because you see the old team fighting with the new team, and I feel—I feel a lot. You kind of get that in reverse with this with this arc. Yeah. It's weird because it's like it's all of them, but it's only like bits and pieces of the teams. And then you get some 
because I, I do feel I feel I think feel like I'm gonna echo a lot of what Ryan said about how this was like a big endgame style event, but it didn't really hit stuck the landing, but it still landed fine. I still liked what I read. I actually wanted to keep reading, in fact, but there were parts of it where I was like, okay, you kind of just you you went quick. You went a little too quick. The pacing wasn't the best, in my opinion. Um yeah, I think this is a bit more than fine. Uh, I did enjoy it. Uh, mm-hmm. My only, my biggest problem with the series overall, now that I've read the, now that I've read all of Kyle Hickens' run, is that it is definitely something that is enhanced by your familiarity with the shows. Yeah. Um, and watching the, reading these, reading these last couple issues, especially with finding the and seeing the other Rangers and knowing, I'm sure knowing where they come from in their continuity would enhance the experience of seeing them. Um, but I don't really feel anything for the new characters because I've never, because I don't have the familiarity for them. So I feel like I'm only getting, I feel like I'm missing part of the story because I haven't read, I haven't seen the show and I'm not familiar yeah. with the show. Yeah. There, there are times where like when we got to the samurai power Rangers, I, cause you know, after I was done watching, like, Oh, I was gone that, after I was gone before them. I had no idea. Yeah, oh, I was gone. Wait, the last one I really, really remember and really like dove into was power Rangers lost galaxy, which one of the Rangers makes a uh, interest in. So I was like, cool. But then I'm like, the only things the power Rangers I knew were um, commercials. That's it. Mm-hmm. Or I would, or the toys I would see at the store. So I'm like guessing, trying to guess which Ranger is what. So yeah. Sparks. Are you going to say something? Uh, yeah, I, I think that pretty much speaks kind of heavily of Kyle Higgins' whole run is uh, this is where it felt the most strongly like this comic's made for people who watched the shows and like know Power Rangers really, really well. And I'm not that person. And this isn't written for me, frankly. Yeah. Like, it's just not. It's not written for me to really enjoy it. I I can't glean enough out of it to to actually invest in it uh, as an event. It's just kind of like, cool, more color people who i can't keep track of when the there are moments on panel there are moments that actually i was surprised that worked for me character moments i think is where the series we've talked about before where the where the series is strength uh comes from is the the small little character moments as few and far between as they are but there's a moment where one of the one of the space rangers i forgot their name on terra verde whatever it's called um connects with their brother and they're from different oh. timelines and i think that that moment i was surprised that actually worked for me when they connect i was like oh we saved you it's like yeah you saved me and blah, blah. i was like oh that's i'm actually a little shocked that that that, that got brought us here to my eye funny so enough, say, oh go no, ahead uh funny enough that pink ranger she's from lost galaxy because i remember watching her arc in the show i don't think that's funny but okay no, well <laughs> okay you're right it's not funny but because the her brother, I right, I I cannot believe I remember this because her brother was a ranger and then she fought against the rangers and she became a ranger herself. I I you know I watched Power Rangers pretty religiously as a kid, but I I have expunged all of that. That information has been oh, taken right. over by Smash Mouth. Yeah. So uh, <laughs> I'll say I'll say to you like that moment uh, did feel like a good character moment. And I'm like that's really cool. And then it was over, and I'm like I don't even know when I ever saw those two characters again. In yeah, the you don't. I don't even yeah. know where they were. I don't even know who they are. And I'm like, that's cool. I get the idea that they care about something, which is great. Uh, I don't know who they are. I'm never going to know who they are. And that's frustrating. And that's, mm-hmm. and you said like, uh, yes, the character moments are where the strength of this comic is. That's because that's what we want this comic to be. And this comic isn't that. It's not a character-driven story. And that's ultimately what I'm coming to realize is my problem with it is I'm like, look, I'm not a person who's invested in the Power Rangers. I'm just not. I think they're cool, yeah. but I've never found my inroad other than the 2017 movie, to be honest. Um, and so coming to this comic, I'm like, I want you to tell me why I should be invested in the Power Rangers. But what this is telling me is like, well, if you know all these things, then you can you can enjoy this comic. And I'm like, cool, I don't know those things. You've got to take me through it. Uh, and yes. this isn't, and and this event is not the kind of thing like what we were talking about when we first started Power Rangers, where I'm like, oh, I have unfamiliarity with these characters, so it's taking me time to get associated with them. If I'd read Go Go Power Rangers, then I and then read this, I would feel more acclimated. Sure, I believe that. That's true. That wouldn't help me in this event. Uh, no. I'd still feel lost. It also, and, and it, that's sucky. It also feels. Um, there's like setup for like the Ranger Slayer that I don't think really is is the Ranger Slayer is interesting. 
Right, it's not uh, good. The Ranger Slayer is all Go-Go yeah. Power Rangers. Go-Go Power yeah. Rangers, Mighty Morphin Power Rangers tied in together during Shattered Grid. Everything that happened with Ranger Slayer is from Go-Go Power Rangers. All right. That's I was going to ask about that because Ranger Slayer, I felt like when she's introduced, or for me, when I see her for the first time, I'm like, she's going to have a big role, big part to play. And then later on... But they talk about that she already had a big part to play. Later on yeah. in the story, when we find yeah. out that Tommy was shot with an arrow from the Ranger Slayer, and you'll find out later... We didn't see that moment. That moment yeah, is not in Mighty Morphin Power Rangers. Gotta read Thank it. you. you gotta read okay, I, I honestly sat there for like a good minute looking no. at that panel going, what am I missing? It's so strange because what, this, what happened that I don't know. Yeah, this is the big yeah. like climactic ending, like Shattered Grid. Like it could be a big 10 issue epic event, right? But you can't set up shit that you have to make us read in other stuff like in the future. Like this is supposed to be the end game stuff. I keep using end game just because that's like, you know, like the biggest thing I can think of in terms of scale. You know what I mean? Or like br bringing people together and stuff. Or not have us, ha or not have it have something guiding us. But like, let's go to comics, honestly, comparatively. Like let's talk about like if, any event. Any event. Any uh, event. Empire. Yeah. You know, there's plenty of characters in Empire who like, I don't know they're in an ins and outs in marvel there yeah. are plenty of them but uh because i don't read them but i still am connected enough into what they're doing that i can keep track of them the, and yes. i understand why they're there and i understand their relationships to other characters and as new rangers keep coming into this event i'm like <sighs> we aren't introduced to them we aren't we don't get any names um we get we get some brief character moments between characters without names and if you watch the shows that means something to you but also those moments are literally for one panel and then they're not talked about for the rest of time so it's just like i i there's not a lot for me here i don't think and yeah. I don't Fr frankly frankly uh i want this comic to run kyle higgins run to have been like three times as long as it is yeah for him to have taken the time to actually explore everything because honestly i felt like um What's her name? Uh, the 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 when we left off, it was the character Great. who on the Grace. Book. Grace, yeah, my favorite character. So Grace, the, the character with the most nuance in this book. Grace's shit is over so fast. I was so mad. I was so mad. Oh my god! So, oh I, god. I completely agree with you, Sparks. They totally could have expand. I was hoping for them to expand on it because when the when like when she bust out the mecha the mechazord for the first time, I'm thinking, okay, guess who's a main character? Margaret Scott. be the. What was that, Brandon? Guess who's a main character in the next issue? Good. The Megazord, Grace. Grace. Great. Good. Huh. Yeah, I, it's, but that's you know, like it. It honestly felt like we were at the beginning of a cool arc, and then it was interrupted by Draken. Yeah. Yeah. Again. So and so let's. Sorry, go ahead. No, you finish. I, I was gonna say that like, the moment Draken showed up, I was already just like bummed. Yeah, I was like, we just did Draken. Why? Why are also, we already? back to dragon also but i hate his escape and how he gets back home i don't i'm not a, i don't i i get that but i started to change my mind in the first couple issues because i'm like this dragon has personality again yes okay i'm excited for a dragon that has personality again and then it just kind of got bogged down in what's the word i want to use um all of it got bogged down in spectacle yeah in the spectacle in it. the morphing grid and uh mm -hmm. and i lost it again i think uh, so real quickly, the volume six, the first volume of, of what we're talking about, um, is all the Power Rangers now are teaming up with Promethea with Grace to uh, to help the world stop these uh, these monsters, these clay monsters from activating. Um, what were the, you said? You wrote down some of the names of yeah, these clay so monsters. You got Mister Miyagi. You got Sheeple, who loves to talk about conspiracy theories. How they're one of the sister. <laughs> I love sheep. I love sheeple. I love Mr. Miyagi a lot because when they kill one of the cats, they're like, "Oh, we got to kill it nine times." And then the Zord steps on it. And it's like, "How many more times? Oh, Three. Dun, dun. <laughs> that shit felt great. That was good. Yeah. Yeah. Again, like the stuff, like all this, like fun, like character stuff. I really like. Um, you got pilgrim. You got um pilgrim. Uh, menace. Uh, you got um you got uh manic mantelope. You got black hold, and you got private maze, who is a corn man, yeah. a corn soldier who turns into yeah. popcorn. Um, I feel that uh, Sheeple was my favorite one just because the one he shot his wool out, all his like Sheeple. I, were, like, I really like the, the, that. Paul. I really like the line when they're just like, "Did they? Did he just shoot wool at us?" Yeah. yeah. Right. <laughs> um, the Earth is flat. There's a second shooter. Like when the comics being really fun, like what the backups are. I'm really loving it. And then we get to the stuff of Grace where it's like, hey, like, you know, sometimes I can't wait for the Power Rangers. I have to do things on my own. Like, and like, I think that's dope. And there's like, that's like the nuance that I want this book to just always be. And then it's just like, oh, Dragon's bad. 
there. I'm like, okay, that's yeah. Cool. The that's the cool. reveal at the end of the volume is that Draken uh, is is being held hostage by Promethea. Uh, mm-hmm. They they have they have Draken. They have imprisoned Draken, and that's where a lot of that stuff comes from. Yeah. Um. So the two things which are going to sound a little contradictory, which is like I think that that first volume is actually pretty solid overall. Mm-hmm. What I will say is that I also feel like. It takes four issues to tell us information that could have been covered in two. Mm -hmm. So in that sense, like the information could have gone faster, but I think it could have taken a full four issues if we spent less time regurgitating information and instead spent time building character moments. Because I like the stuff between like the, the, like the turmoil between the Rangers and Grace and like, is Grace doing the right thing? But then they have the same conversation like three times over four issues. That's my problem because the first time they did it was great, but then it happens three more times. And I'm like, no, I get it guys. We talked about this. I get it. Grace is, Oh, is it it bad? I don't know. Um, So that's, that's part of it. And the other thing is that like comic books, not graphic novels, but comic books are long form storytelling. I'm like, embrace that. Good Lord. Take your time. Take a lot of time so that I can invest in this world and invest in these characters and and follow along with this arc. It, it's just, it all, especially when Draken's like free and everything, everything's just moving so fast and I, mm. I lose track of all the details. The, again, like I would have loved, again, like Draken, we, we get immediately introduced Draken's back and then mm. the next issue, like Saber goes to like kill him and misses and breaks Draken out and then Draken uses Saber to teleport back to his home where they've already built up his army. So he's back and ready to go to start his great invasion even though well, he's first been gone. He kills, first he kills Tommy. Yes, he kills Tommy, uh, which definitely uh, was real and definitely happened. Um, isn't Tommy, uh, I don't understand. In the end, isn't Tommy still dead? They can't no. change that? No, he's alive. No. No, he's alive. No, he was in, he got, he's like Captain America. When he died, he got stuck in space and time. Tommy got stuck into the morphine. No, no, no. I understand that part, but I thought when they, I, maybe I don't understand because honestly, I don't know that it was written very well to be understandable. Yeah. But at the end, when they're going back and resetting things, I thought that the exchange between him and Kim meant when they reset things, he's still going to be dead. No. Oh, he'll just be alive. Yeah, he's back. Then why are they sad? Because Because they'll forget that they connected. Oh, what connection? <laughs> they kissed, remember? Oh, kiss my ass. Remember? <laughs> also, there's a fun there's a funny little bit that I that I noticed when Kimberly is like, I, I have a hard time letting people connect because the last time the last person I connected to was Matt. That's Go-Go Power Rangers. <laughs> That's what Go-Go yeah, Power I Rangers is about. Uh, also, real quick, um, I really, really like I know this is at the end, but like I really hate. Not only do I hate the concept of this big thing happened, but we all have to just forget it because that's how this works. And we all just have to go back to the real world and whoop, that event never happened. This big, important thing never happened. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, can't have them remember that a multiverse exists. Um, Actually, that, you see in other, that you see in other contexts all the time. But what I really hated about it is the person saying the line, and it's like, it, Jason. And he's like, I mean, does it really matter? Even if we don't remember, all these things still happen. We just won't remember it. And I'm like, this isn't for anybody except to make it so the audience can accept that the characters don't have to ever acknowledge these events ever again. That's the exact same thing that happens to happen. Three, three jokers, number three. <laughs> I don't know what I'm saying. God. Of course. Um, so, um, Draken's back. He's got his full army, baby. Um, uh, he, he wants to get all the, all the Power Rangers stuff so he can access the Morphin Grid and basically, like, uh, become a god? Basically, right? Is that, is that his Yeah, plan? he wants to reshape reality through the Morphin Grid. Okay, so that's cool. I I initially was like, okay, that's not just him taking over the world. It's 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 bigger than that. Okay. I mean, then I, like I also the that he, I like that his end game. Wow, I like that he wants to Wars. like reshape reality. He wants to make Doctor it. Doom. He's Doctor Doom. This is Secret Wars. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. will say. I will say. I will say. I do like the. Uh, I don't know how controversial this is going to be on this panel, but oh, we'll keep talking. I quick. I liked that it was. The fact that he that he is he sees himself as broken because he's the only Tommy Oliver in the entire multiverse who didn't turn good that drove him insane. I really, I kind of really like that motivation that this is why he wants to recreate the 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 universe. Uh, is because he doesn't he 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 thinks the good Tommy Olivers are broken and he is not when it's in fact the reverse and he can't accept that. Yeah. I mean, uh, the the villain always sees himself as the hero of his own story. Yeah. Yeah, I, I found I found that motivation 
the motivation that we didn't get when we first saw Dragon, I found that to be in, 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 intriguing. So what I... I like that idea. I don't think it's executed as well as it is. And the reference point for that is that what I liked most about Draken's motivations is when he's talking to Finster Five and he says... So uh, cool, by the way. Finster Five, love, he, love Finster Five. And he says, uh, uh, no, they too hold their Tommy on a pedestal for no reason I can discern. And Finster Five says, perhaps it's love. And he says, there's nothing to love about him. It doesn't make any sense, which speaks more to an idea of he's so full of self-hatred. Yeah. And I wish that that's the arc that they went for. Not necessarily just that he's like, they are the inferior Tommies. I must be the superior Tommy, but that he actually hates himself, that he hates himself. And he thinks all versions of Tommy should be punished was a far more interesting concept to me. And I wish that kind of had been part of the execution of it in the end. I agree. And he kills his best friend after confessing, like, I like you too much to let you, to let you go down this dark path. So he's like, okay, I got to kill you. Cause I'm going to do it anyway. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, okay, I really, this is good. This is like, this is, I want more of this. And I don't, I just don't think there's enough of it. I also I agree, Brandon. I like that idea uh, I just don't think it's explored enough. Yeah. Yeah. And again, um, I want I, the Shattered Grid thing. Like, it's it's so big in scope. Like, it's the biggest thing you can possibly do with Power Rangers. And it's like, this shouldn't this shouldn't have just been a... a I'm sure Gogo was involved as well or whatever. But, like, this should not have just been a 10-issue in Power Rangers story. This should have had multiple tie-ins. This should have been a huge thing where there's six books with all the different Power Ranger teams so I can get invested in them. Because when they show up for one panel, I don't give a shit about what's happening. That's actually them. a great point. Like, if they just had, like, six-issue minis of all the other teams... Of what's happening really are relevant to the story so that I could, like read those two i know that's a lot of reading but at least then i'm like i get it's it no i know who this is oh when they show up here i give a shit it's uh, no different than empire when we're buying in a bunch of tie-ins though, yeah, right? yeah, yeah. when you're invested like you'll buy those books and like if this made me care about the thousand rangers i see on screen maybe i'd care more i don't Dude, know uh, if this, I, I don't know if this is a, a good analogy but i feel like um shattered grid could have been great if they went the ten of swords route I know wow. it's coming out long oh, yeah. of swords, but like every single book in the Power Rangers line, be a part of Shatter, Shatter Grid, and then when it does come out, it's in all one complete package. You get everything, every ranger or every team, every major character, every. It's not just like tiny little snippets here and there. It's the whole story. That well, it's we're like making. it's like what we're seeing coming up with King with uh, King in Black. The idea, uh, you know, there's like, oh, there's Carnage versus Glenum. There's Immortal Hulk. There's blah blah blah. There's uh, Immortal Iron Fist is going to fight a Venom. Like you know, there's yeah. Doctor Doom is going to fight Santa Claus. Like there's these there's these little tie-ins, one shots, miniseries, what have you. As long as they need to be to more flesh out what's going on. Whereas you have the mainline title connecting them all. Yeah, that's how an event works, and that's yeah. how that's that's you know people complain and what people complain a lot and i get it's a lot to read but honestly it's a formula that allows you to connect with things that you wouldn't necessarily get in the main title and it enhances the story we talked about yes. with doomsday clock how doomsday clock would have benefited would be one of the events that honestly would have benefited from tie-ins yeah um and yeah. i totally agree with that and i think that this is another one of the things that you know, it's great that they decided to bring in the Super Sentais from the from the 70s, which weren't actually Power Rangers. They're the Japanese, they're the Japanese equivalent because the show's been going on since forever in Japan. Um, and that's cool. I don't know who those people are. Nobody yeah. in America knows who those people are because that show didn't air in America. Right. And, oh, sorry. Um, I wrote down police state because that was that was that was the the most like nuanced like political thing in this in this comic where Grace goes to a place where Finster's monsters haven't mutated yet, so she puts them in quarantine and she puts them in a police state. And the yeah. Rangers are like, "Is this okay to do to lock these people up before they committed a crime?" And I'm like, "This is baby. This is what I want the whole comic to be. This is awesome." And it's it's a half issue, but it doesn't. Yeah. But it also like as a concept doesn't really matter, right? Because they're not people. No, like they never they're, were. People. They're clay. They're clay. They're things. clay. They're yeah. clay things that turn them. It would like it, yeah. I know there is. She does like Trini has that line where it's like uh yeah that thing didn't like no and that's kind of weird yeah that like it, you know it seemed to be a person and then it wasn't and, ooh and I think that speaks more to like the Power Rangers having to which I don't think they ever will having to like question like how fast they kill these monsters and that kind of thing and to go I guess that's just me. What being, are you killing and that kind of thing? Just me being a modern comic reader where where nuance and like and like i guess it's power rangers so like i guess they're just can never be just like a middle ground it's always got to be good versus evil it can never be wait maybe what we're doing is wrong because that's like 
Right, I'm that, a, that I'm was a... kind of my point is just saying, like, I, I agree with you that that's, like, a cool idea, yeah. but I think it's undercut by the fact that the moment it's a monster, they murder it. Yeah, uh, yeah and, that's true. And, I, that's and true. I think that, like, you kind of lose that any kind of gray area discussion or no, at you're least right. having it in a, in a real way in this comic. It's very true. And I don't necessarily need Power Rangers to exist in a gray area. I do need it to have a little bit more nuance, though. Yep. I just uh, need... As an, as an adult, I guess. Yeah. No, I, yeah. I just need it to let me connect to all the characters. Yeah. And when I, I, that's, yeah, what I mean. that's what I mean. That's what I mean. Do you know what the other problem with Shadow Grid is? Is that the characters I'm already connected to aren't featured enough. Yeah. Jason, like not really. So Jason starts starts like a romance with some girl that I don't even know, and they and like they connect, and I'm like, I don't even know this was happening. Why you? Yeah, you that know what I'm talking about? Bit. He like kisses some girl, who I'm like, who is this? No, he what doesn't. They don't. They don't kiss, but they they kind of share a moment of like, oh, I'm really glad I met you. I'm really glad I met okay. you too. That thing yeah, you were all gonna sure. say, me too. <laughs> I don't. Yeah, I don't. I don't. I just. I didn't. Re- I didn't know who that was. So when that moment happened, I was like, did I? Did I miss something? Oh, that's the that's the ninja ranger i forgot that's, sam, that's the red ranger from the samurai one i now want to talk about my absolute favorite thing in shattered grid yeah skull as a traitor oh hell yeah yeah thing and how dragon yeah. no no it's not just that it's it's the hold on i have the panel here because it's the it's the other guy who recruited him oh yeah saying to lord dragon he's like i just i don't understand oh here it is okay uh in all our years together, I had never seen anything to suggest that Skolovich was not 100% committed to your rule, my lord. For him to turn like this, it's just such an unfathomable betrayal. I don't know how he could have done it. Like, this is, it's not just that Skull did it. Skull did it so well He's the that they're like, spy. I just, I can't believe it even happened. And then doesn't Draken, like, punish him saying, so you're saying I'm incompetent then or something like that? Yeah, no, he's yeah. saying, so you're incompetent. You're, you're admitting that you're incompetent yeah. and uh, and has him taken to some dungeons and he kills Skull on the spot. But it's f- freaking dope. And then Skull coming in there and insulting Draken. I'm like, this is really good content for a character who I've spent very little time uh, with. Uh, yeah. Skull as a traitor is one of my favorite things. I also want to give a shout out to Finster, who continues to be dope-ass dude. Um, regular Finster, when he's captured, he talks about art. And this guy connects with me on a super level because he's like, art mm. is all about the relationship between the creator and the audience. It is about the reaction elicited by the creation. In so many ways, the reaction is the creation. I'm like, Finster, you get me. Art's about reactions, baby. And then no, he just what? realized... He- he was captured on his own volition and he just escapes because he was just having fun with them. I'm like, yeah, hell yeah, Finster rules. Uh, so, I also, go ahead. The one of the things I actually did not think this book was going to make me love were the villains that I thought were utter buffoons in the shows. Finster, yeah. Goldar. Yeah, that's I, right. Hold on. You brought it up, which is what I was about to say, which is the biggest problem with this event is there's no Goldar in these oh, yeah, issues. Absolute yeah. zero Goldar. Oh. Which oh, is yeah. also one of the best things in this comic, and it's not having anything. Also, what, what, right, and also another villain, another Rita, because of course you know the cartoons. Ah, make my monster grow, high pitch voice. But now she's like, "Yo, I'm actually kind of scared of Rita." Uh, so I, I forgot up, real quickly, up, Ben. Real quickly, Ben. I want us to say because you didn't read the Finster uh, uh, story from the annual. You didn't read the annuals from the last uh, episode. Uh, you need to, because if you like Finster in this one. Reading that annual really helped uh, reading this Finster. I bet it does. But one big glaring thing that I have about this um about this arc, and I'm pretty it might be explored in later volumes, and it was probably a setup before the event, was the Wizard of Deception. It's set up. Now meeting the Wizard of Deception was cool, especially when he tells Rira Pulsa, I need something from you that you do not want to give and that's truth speak the words you i know you hate to say as she speaks the words and he's like okay i will get right on your object what is the object what does it do and nothing it's like a it's like a wolverine and that's swords what's the deal wolverine what'd you do well, is, um, it, is it not the candle it's the candle oh it's a candle yeah Are i thought it was a candle because when they get there, they say it's the that they sense the energy of the Wizard of Deception, and I'm like, cool. So it's the candle. Oh yeah, that's well, true. That no, over my head. I don't have a problem with that because what Rita says to earn that candle is, I think I need to fix a mistake I made. Yeah, she which means the green, which means the Green Ranger. Yeah, and so she goes and gets okay. the green candle. Okay. I thought his design was wicked wild. I was kind of hoping he'd be like another new lieutenant. Uh, yeah. Because he's like a cool, like pumpkin-esque design. I'm about it. Uh, Dracus' design continues to be awesome. 
It does. Yeah. So again, art, fantastic. Yeah. Like obviously, mm-hmm. the covers are beautiful. The art interior is pretty great. I wish. I do wish it was the artist from the previous volumes because no offense to this artist, if you're going to do a big bad event, get the guy from the last events who actually, who like, I thought the art was pretty good for most of this, but compared to the previous art, the lions, the lions art is distinct. The action is as a kinetic. The, the, the Zoids do, Zoids, the Zords do not look as good. I don't think, I think a lot of the characters look kind of stiff at times. Um, I there, mean, there are multiple panels where something is off in perception. And I thought, uh, one, the first time it happened, I'm like, that's just me. I'm just being stupid. And then the second and third time it happened, I went, no, I think that this just isn't perceived well. And it's that uh, I constantly had moments where it, I thought characters were suddenly small, but it was actually that they were in the background. Mm. Um, but it looked like they were small and in front of the person who's supposed to be in the foreground because like the, the spatializing on them wasn't good. Yeah, This happened multiple times and I went, okay, it's just something in the art that's that that's again, not working like, that th- those first those first couple volumes like that art was like and again like i'm not, I'm not an artist like this, the artists for these volumes are, are amazing compared to me of course but like those first that person who did that first couple volumes like was so good and that's what really yeah. kept me going and i'm like i was kind of ho- looking forward to like that level of quality and like uh, for for again like the big event um i, I kind of found the art lacking because for the because this is the event this isn't just like number seven you know mm-hmm. um it was still good and all, but like I was expecting it to be like blown away by it, and it kind of wasn't. Well, it's kind of it's kind of like if Greg Capullo didn't come back to do death metal, like yeah, yeah. yeah. why yes. wouldn't you get Greg Capullo to do death metal? He started exactly. it. He started the journey. It, might have, it was probably scheduling stuff or whatever. Um, I just I kind of just wish like man, like this was the this is your final arc of the book. It should have been like a plus art. Yeah. Uh, I think a, a general feeling is just this event came too soon. Um. It's just, it just feels like something that wasn't built up to. I think you made a great point with just talking about the Finster one shot and how that recolors that character. Uh, that should have happened to multiple characters before this event. That yeah. we should have had one shots or a, a single issue that focuses on a character like we like we've had with Billy and Zach. Uh, for the new Rangers, for Draken, for whatever. Like it, these characters all should have been like, I should have been much deeper. I should have been able to say, like, when I come to it, the same way that we came to Crisis on Infinite Earths for the CW shows, oh, well, if I really want to be invested, I've got this backlog of material I can watch to know what's up with these characters if I so choose. And that's the same perception that should have come to this event, is that, like, here's the backlog that you can be invested in when this happens. This needs a handbook. Yeah. At minimum. Here's here's the thing. Uh, Here's a really good example, because, Ben, you brought up uh, Ten of Swords. I... Not very familiar with the X Men. I've 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 seen all the movies, but the movies aren't a good representation of who those characters are. I've read a sprinkling of them in comic books, but when I read Ten of Swords, I have so many comic books that I'm already familiar with these characters. I've, I'm reading the event two years into already reading the X Men. I know who these characters are. I'm familiar with them. I've read Shattered Grid, and admittedly, we, we did binge it, but it's not. I don't think that the the Power Rangers comics with do a good enough job of introducing us to these characters by the time we get to the event that we're supposed to care about. Yeah. And if I, if I, I'm not familiar enough, but if I can speak frankly, I think part of the problem is that the characters are too interchangeable Uh, Mm -hmm. in basic personality. There's not a lot that differentiates power Rangers, at least my perception. Uh, They're all more or less do-gooders with the occasional one who had a bad streak and then was a do-gooder. Uh, and there's not a lot that, that really defines like, oh, my parents are getting divorced and da, da, da. But those aren't, those, those are facts about their lives. Those are not character traits. Those are not things that define their personality. And that makes it very hard to discern the character. So you have to invent that stuff. And I just don't feel like they were willing to go the extra mile to invent that stuff for introducing all these extra characters because I, and I agree with them. Like ultimately, if that was the case, I didn't want to read a comic where I was just remating a different version of what is essentially Jason. Yeah, I'd yeah. want to meet a new character. Yeah. Um, okay. I think we've sufficiently no, kicked we the horse. About, we got to talk about the finale. We got to talk about, so, so issue 30 is not the end of the comic. No. It's actually a one shot that comes after it, which I think is a mistake. If you're going to end your series, you should just put it. Uh, you but before put it we go there. too deep to the finale, I did want to touch on like Commander Kruger. Yeah. Who I have no idea who that guy is oh, or where he comes from. The, the, the dog. Yeah. yeah. Uh, that dude's dope. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, he is. 
look like a Gendy Tartakovsky character jumping out of the air when he first shows up, me? and I'm like, I'm there's, what? A, there's a Captain Dog in space. And again, and again, I go back to, well, I want to know more about this dude, but I'm not going to learn it here. I think um, I yeah. think I saw like half an episode of that because he's part of like Power Rangers SPD or something. I don't. I, I know I've seen him before. I just can't remember yeah, where. It looks like real time. Oh yeah, he's got to talk. This is the podcast. Um, but uh, <laughs> no, look at that. He's a big ass do- dog man. Yeah, he's cool. Yeah, that's um, awesome. Cool, cool, cool. Very cool. Nice. Uh, Zordon and him going to recruit Rita uh, to aid them. I thought was a really good moment. Yeah, I yeah. thought that was a really good heel turn that paid off really well. Yeah. Um, there's a lot. There are. I do want to spot like like some of the good stuff, like the two Zacks, the Zack from the coin list, and the other Zack talking to each other. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> about like you know how did it turn out telling them about the green ranger offer he's like yeah you were right thanks for helping me he's like yeah you know it's just nice that somebody can fix my mistakes yeah um and he's like hey do you have any other uh, tips for the future he's like i can't tell you that uh i love zordon sending out the warning the panel where it's zordon warning all the different rangers across time and space definitely one of the best panels uh, uh in in this volume for sure yeah that's um, that's dope as hell i want the, the, the cosmic power ranger Draken, reaching out Draken reaching oh yeah, oh, yeah. Um, you know, we keep bringing up like Secret Wars or like um, those. Honestly, this or Endgame, like honestly, this felt to me like a, a pretty one for one worst telling of Crisis of Infinite Earths. No, I, I meant the very final issue where he rewrites reality. That's no, I, I know, I know. But I'm just talking about like we didn't touch on this, and and I feel like we we feel like we kind of should. Um, the Power Rangers timeline is in fact linear. Um, there are no parallel dimensions in Power Rangers as far as the show is concerned. What this did was. Draken's meddling had shattered the the timeline right. into becoming two into becoming multiple parallel dimensions rather than um rather than the linear timeline. Every and that's kind of the major cross cross. Every 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 timeline now is like its own pocket. Basically, Wait, said. yeah. I have a question. Parallel dimensions haven't existed before this. I don't believe so. I'm not familiar with. How, not did familiar Zach, enough. how did Zach see other Zachs in the one shot? It's all from the futures. What happens is whenever a power range, whenever the power rangers all all get together and like do their do their like, hey, we're all power rangering together. When it's ever like the, all the red rangers, they're not coming from parallel dimensions. They're being recruited from time. Uh, but some of those Zacks were the same age with different powers. In the one shot, I'm speaking. Yeah, because Zack had different powers in Mighty Morphin. I don't know. Zack had two had like two or three coins. How is that? But how is that on the same timeline if he's the same age? Because after okay, so after the movie, they had to get a new they had to get new powers because they because the Morphin Grid was screwed up, so they had to find new powers. So they became like the Ninja Warriors, and that was a whole thing. Oh yeah, I remember that. Yeah. Oh yeah. And then, yeah. And then eventually yeah. you got the Zeo crystals, and then you got the Zeo crystals, and then yeah. Tommy comes back in Turbo. Oh yes. yeah, no Turbo Rangers. That kind of like Power Rangers don't understand this. That's really stupid. <laughs> um. Okay. Whatever. Let's talk about the ending. Uh, okay, so the ending. So the ending. Uh, Draken has succeeded in rewriting reality. Yeah. Uh, he's the he's Superman of this world. Lord Dragon. Everyone and, loves him. And, and Batman. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> everyone loves him. He's he can beat these 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 things, and he's seeing uh, Tommy, our Tommy, in his mind. Uh, yes. It's revealed that Tommy is in fact alive. Big surprise. Who cared? Um, yeah. I would have. I would have liked this if this were a full ass arc. If this were the the Age of Apocalypse. If this were the uh, the Age of Draken, uh, Age of X Men, where he is the glorious leader and he does get his wish, and it is a it is a quote unquote perfect reality, but it slowly undoes at the seams. Because uh, that's what this was, just in one issue. And I thought it was wonder, very cool, very fast. I wonder if they weren't allowed to. I wonder if Saban just wouldn't let them. Yeah. Um, Cause like I I I am totally down of like this like again like this battle world like yo I am the I am the emperor now and everyone loves me but like not really it's all a secret and, like I love that shit but it was yeah. twenty five pages like that's a whole arc that's so cool uh, yeah. that's like he rewrote reality for one issue that stinks uh, just before that that happened Ooh, look at that art um, I really did like the moment when Jason gives the dragon zord blade to kim i took a picture of that too she's like because like he wants you to like to lead the zords and he's like yeah but like the, he's got to go on the charge and yeah. but the pterodactyl isn't part of the zords like that, i'm on my own and he's like yeah i know 
and she's like, because it was, it was in Dragon, the Dragon Zord formation doesn't have the pterodactyl. Yes, um, but he wants her to lead anyway, and that's like a yeah. that's like that, that is a good moment of like, mm-hmm. yo, you, you're a leader, you earn this. That's sweet. Uh, Jason gets a, kind of speaking to what we were talking about, but then after Tommy dies, Jason gets a new power. Um, this like uh, this like special Red Ranger power that he gets in the show. He gets this in the he gets that in the the comic, but it's never explained why. He just has this shoulder pads now. <laughs> that was kind mm-hmm. of frustrating because I'm like, yeah. can you like tell the audience what that is so we can be cued into power. this? Yeah. Uh, yeah. So the last issue was pretty good. Though. It was pretty cool though. Um, just kind of wish it was longer. Yeah. I it was hard for me to, to to really get invested because it was over before I even realized it. I yeah. was like, man, you're, you're, that Tommy voice in her head's immediate, and oh, we're already getting your ass kicked. Right, it's cool. kind of like if Superior Spider-Man issue one ended with Peter Parker being like, surprise. If if Superior <laughs> Spider-Man, yeah, was one issue, God, or not just one issue, but like six. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like uh, it, it's like if Superior Spider-Man was six issues, and it's like we're gonna do this whole new thing. Up, oh, done. Yeah, um, we did it. We did the full thing. Next desk quote. Bye. Yeah, I. I'm just saying, like this. This is the kind of thing where, like, I am only mentioning this because it is the most recent, like, long run I read in like a close sitting. But um, Tom King's Batman run mm-hmm. is basically a long build up to uh, him fighting Bane. Hell yeah. And, it, you know, there's a first encounter with Bane and then there's the long build up to a second encounter with Bane. And that's essentially Draken long build up to second encounter with Draken. But that happened over 86 issues. This happens over. And it had a whole lot of character build up. And this was 30 uh, mm-hmm. and didn't have a whole lot of character build up. And that's pretty much what I'd want but, is I'd rather that it yeah. were that kind of thing where I'm like, I'm invested in every single player of what's about to come. Also, uh, the second encounter was like four issues after they beat him. Yeah. So that's what, like, again, if there could have been at least two volumes before, uh, just to do a little more character build up before, like, just immediately back. It's like six. Back but, to Jack. Yeah, I get you. Um, I don't think I don't think the problems with this comic would be fixed if it were, if it were longer. I think it would help him. Uh, I just I just wonder if Tom if not Tom King Jesus if Kyle Higgins was just not willing or able to expand well, I mean, more on the characters. For sure. And that's that's 100% part of the problem. But the yeah. reason why I cite length as it is because I'm like, you need to fill character beats in between. I'm not saying get rid of these good action moments necessarily, but I mm-hmm. am saying I need character stuff in between, which implies more length mm-hmm. um, because it's just moving too briskly through it. Yeah. Because I'm not necessarily saying take a lot of stuff out, but I am saying put more shit in for me to care. And man, you if know. Scott Snyder can do 12 issues of Zero Year, I can get 12 issues of Shattered Good. That's all I ask. Yeah. Uh, okay. I think we've kicked this comic enough. I don't think we kicked it. I think we I'm, just, you know, cri- criticized it. I can it. be critical of a book that I think is fine, yeah. Yeah. I, I, was, I, I was just kidding. I was just kidding. I wanted, I wanted to... Like it? More? I wanted to get more sucked in. I did Frankly, too. I wanted to become yeah. a deeper Power Rangers fan because of this, and I don't even think that that's off the table. Like, I think if I could go to Go-Go Power Rangers, and that might still happen. Yeah. But right now, uh, I this this is not the path. This is not the way. What yeah. what what I've what I found reading all this and and after that 2017 movie is maybe just big Power Ranger spectacle isn't actually what I'm looking for in Power Rangers anymore. Because mm-hmm. like I think of that movie and like the stuff I care about is the character stuff and mm-hmm. the stuff I care about in this comic is the character stuff and spectacle is cool but I have to care about the people involved in it for me to want to see how big it is. So when there's a it's cool that there's a thousand Power Rangers on the screen but like I know one of their names. Nice. I like I like when they all spill raining out of the sky. Oh, that's yeah, that's a great panel. Yeah, yeah, I think to to close out my feelings on this whole thing is, uh, I'm much like Sparks was looking to go into this becoming a a bigger Power Ranger fan and hoping that I would become a bigger Power Ranger fan reading this comic book. Like it was it, tonally, it is what I'm looking for with Power Rangers, and I love the spectacle stuff. I, I just need to care about these characters, and that's really the problem is that I don't. Yeah. Yeah yeah um okay um, so let's talk about more? the back yeah let's talk about the back oh, right we gotta talk about the back stories so squat and babu ends that we've been following their journey from the last episode they're a parallel I, world i loved it i did too uh, i so, loved the way it, so it ended with them becoming emperors mm-hmm. uh and it all being perfect for them and then the real ones show up and then the real ones are like nah get the get the heck out and again these are only like two or three pages or whatever but like this art is like awesome it is so 
it is so unique and and like full of character and like their expressions are so lively um it just it's so completely different than the than the power rangers book we're reading um it's it's just, it's nice and and fluffy and uh it's just a lot of fun i i did think going from the last time we talked about this into this run of the squat and babu uh backstories like how many more times can i watch them go to a world and screw up uh like you know by misunderstanding or like they turn out to be the, like how many times am i going to watch that kind of antic and the fact that they ended up in a world where they're basically treated like they're in rodel dorado yeah really worked for me yeah uh, and I'm like, cool. This went, this went really well, exactly the way I'd want it to. Yeah, citizens of Earth, do not fear. Your emperors are here. Yeah, this, he looks like Sully. Yeah, from Monsters Inc. Yeah, this, or uh, or Winston from Overwatch. Yeah, oh yeah. Um, I love like the like again like the Doctor Doom esque <laughs> like um, all the audience is like, oh, they love us, and and the putty men are like, Neil. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> I think that's it's a good a good contrast. Uh, and then that ends, and then the new story of blue uh blue centurion and ninjor starts oh excuse me crime stinks and i'm the deodorizer okay <laughs> that's that's the line that, that wanted for me um yo man this is a guy who's trying to catch power ranger putties i just think again it's, it's nice and fluffy good time like, i liked the guy who was creating these putties these putty monsters <laughs> jesus ninjor is a perfect example of just like hey I don't know who Ninjor is. Can you tell me? They yeah. will in five issues. <laughs> yeah, I don't. Apparently that dude like makes the power coins, but he's super easily uh, duped by an evil Tommy. He so, has more character and presence in these backstories than the, he does in the entire run of the Kyle Higgins comics. Being super silly and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, that happens regularly. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I just thought it was just a good time. Just, you know, these buddies and their Power Rangers. Yeah. I just don't, yeah, I, I ultimately agree with what Brandon was saying, just kind of looking back at the main comic, sorry. Uh, uh, I don't think Kyle Higgins just cares enough about writing characters yeah. and developing them. Which is and so that's funny, a bummer. because like, I'm looking at my Nightwing comic right there, I'm like, that dude's, he just, he's all about character. It's yeah. so weird. Maybe, I really wonder if it was like a Saban thing where I'm like, you have to do it a certain way. Um, it's possible. Probably it's possible. Yeah. I mean, I the books were super successful. I don't know. I, I will say, um, I know I said my final thoughts, but this is probably going to be my final thoughts on this. Um, as much as the moment for Tommy of Tommy's death, uh, uh, I, I knew he was going to come back. I do actually like the the stuff at the end of them uh, of that issue of them all mourning him. I thought that was mm -hmm. some good, uh, just little vignettes, just just in the art, because uh, there's especially a moment where Jason is talking to Bulk and Skull, and they all and they look sad. And that's, uh, uh, that's yes, uh, that's the beginning of the next issue. Um, yeah, I thought that yeah. stuff was pretty good. <clears throat> I agree. No, I agree. I felt like so. It's a weird contrast thing because what happened is that I felt like I feel like they really are feeling the loss of Tommy. Mm -hmm. And then yeah. we got to what did Trini do with the Black Dragon, by the way? Because we never saw it. Anyway, um, sorry, that just popped in my head. She was fighting in it? Uh sure. Right. Where? Um uh, <laughs> in the so, art somewhere. Anyway, yeah. anyway, sorry. I, I didn't mean to tangent that hard. <laughs> um, but uh I felt like when we were getting to the other Ranger teams and they'd lost people, I'm they're like, yeah that happens and i'm like what what do you mean that happens right like, he's been just... depressed for four years <laughs> be upset <laughs> Is, yeah isn't it like a grayson jason thing like like going through that trauma and then yeah. yeah they're just they're like it's it's them but like when it's the other new teams and like they're they're like the one person saved from their team and the rest are missing or dead and it's like you know there'll be like lip service paid to like yeah i just it's really rough but i'm like i'm not feeling it are we are we experiencing a moment of grief here are we experiencing emotions do you rangers feel <laughs> um and that's and that's just that's that's the kind of thing that makes it hard to connect to these new ranger characters because i'm like you just feel like you're kind of uh flashy and here to yeah. to fill it out uh okay so that's it then I'm, I'm, I'm we, we are we are done that with is power rangers over that 30 is power rangers for Power Rangers, so it is time to pick a new book. What our next book club will be? I am out of the equation. Real quick, uh, before we before we move on, like, would you guys recommend it overall? We're, we're at the end of the run. We're oh, yeah. stopping. Uh, who do you recommend it to? I do you think you'll read more, not necessarily of this line, but more Power Rangers. If you're if you're a fan, an actual fan of Power Rangers, I think there is a lot for you here. I'm sure that's true. If you're not, I think it's a struggle. So it's, uh, not that it's a bad book, but I think it's a struggle because it makes you rely on being a fan. I would say, I, uh, I would say, if 
you loved the 90s show and you loved my Morphin Power Rangers, the original one, you can get a lot out of this book. But once you get to Shire Grid, you better brush up on some you know your shit. You're going to be lost. Watch a, uh, watch a five-hour video. Sparks and I, you and I know a Power Rangers fan. I think for people like that, like definitely this is a book for you. Um, for for If you know Power Rangers in any sense, if you're familiar with Power Rangers more than I am, uh, more than we all are. I think this is a, a definitely a book for you. To answer another question of whether or not I, I definitely will read more Power Rangers uh, because I did start reading Go Go Power Rangers and I honestly think that book is great. Um, so I, I know that and which is why I was going to ask Brandon specifically, would you say that people should read Go Go then go to this? Didn't it come out yeah. after? Well, yeah, Go Go came out after this. Yeah, But it is a prequel. Yeah. It is set before this. Uh, right. I think if you wanted to, because GoGo, GoGo also is still going. Uh, right, it's, it's got a different name it's now. Still going. You got me. Definitely. Um, I do think that it, you know you read a couple issues of GoGo Power Rangers, you're going to understand who these characters are, and then you want to go to this. Um, certainly, yeah, totally. I think it'll would you help. say there's like, like at least like the first two volumes or so of GoGo, and then read Mighty Morphin, so you at least have introductory like i care and i'm invested in the main cast and now i can move forward yeah i think that'll help in a sense i don't think it will like, completely like dissuade all of our problems but it will help for sure but i'm thinking back to like i came into this rough and then i i got more on board with the draken introduction because that shit was lit uh when it started and then uh i was riding high on that for a while and then uh this is kind of where i started to like slip again Mm -hmm. um and i and i think that's partially the fault of just i don't know power rangers then it's partially the fault of they're not telling me enough about power Rangers. yeah i i think think gogo is the book gogo is the book honestly yeah i think it's it's also a line of like for for any property that gets a comic like you have to give your reader enough information so if they're new they're not lost but also like to cater to the fans like that's always the problem with a new number one and stuff right I, i i just feel like i guess if you're doing Shattered Grid, this is this is the place to do your big everybody's involved that's involved with Power Rangers. So, like, I guess it's hard, again, unless you just want to write more comics, to really di- dive into everything and to uh, explain everything, because there's just too much. I think you bring up a good point, though, because, like, we could talk about, we could cite, like, the smaller independent characters who are harder to, like, be familiar with, and you kind of have to reintroduce them, but we could also look to Batman. Yeah. And, like, anytime Batman starts a new number one, you know the generic things about Batman the same way I would know the generic things about the Power Rangers. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, you are still reintroduced to where he is at emotionally, mm-hmm. and the Power Rangers need that in certain aspects of this comic. Uh, they need that same sensibility of, like, where are they at in life? Yeah. <laughs> How do they feel? Almost more bulk and skull. <clears throat> uh, uh, in her, uh, what's it called? Like when like they're on the TV station or whatever, telling yeah. us what's happening. Almost like just give data pages. Every book needs data pages. Uh, I'll say I'll say that uh, at some point, I have no idea when. I'll probably return to Mighty Morphin Power Rangers because there's there's someone who I still desperately want to see more of, and it's Goldar. Yes. Um, yes. And and I'm waiting for the big Goldar arc payoff say, and uh, the gold arc. And I'll wait forever <laughs> if it takes it, but I'll do it. Um, I I will do it. And I imagine that there there are some strong, just from what Brand said, uh, other comics in the in the Boom Studios group and. And maybe one day I'll I'll make my way into that because I'd like to be invested in Power Rangers. And I don't really see another good way to do it because I'm not going to watch a bunch of old shows. Yeah. I might watch a YouTube video about them, but I'm not going to watch all those shows. So um, right now or coming soon, there is the next Red Ranger crossover or whatever. Mm-hmm. And um, the original Jason Jason Scott or whatever, I saw a clip of it. And uh, that dude's like almost 50. So I don't blame him for looking the way he does. But it's him and a bunch of teenagers. And he's like, it's morphin' time. And I'm like, Goldar's there, but it's Goldar Prime. It's a new Goldar. He looks like shit, you guys. The original Goldar is the best Goldar. I'm not just saying that because of nostalgia. It's not the same. Be clear. It's not the same character. It is a it is a different character. It's like his progenity. No, I know. And, he's, and he sucks. <laughs> uh, okay, so that is it. Uh, as Ben's screen gets darker as this yeah. as this episode has gone on. The sun is being a dick. And also, um, it's dark now in Southern California. So yeah, we uh, it's time to pick a new book. I am out of the equation for this week because we just did my, my pick. Um, so I'm going to pull up the wheel. Uh, there it is. There's our wheel. All right, guys, give me your picks. I'm going to go first because I'm literally right here. Yeah. I have the beautifully classic Tom Strong by Alan Moore and Chris Browse. All right, Tom... 
palm strong. strong. All right. Then I have The Punisher by Greg Rucka and Mark, how do you say his name? Marco Cicchetto. Nope. nope. Oh, you can just click the button. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah, that's fine. Greg Rucka Punisher. Yeah. All right. Sparks, <laughs> since you're on the same screen. Uh, my picks are Unknown Soldier. Uh, oh, no. yeah. oh, I love you. Soldier. A good one. And uh, Athena Voltaire. Hmm. Voltaire. Um, Unknown Soldier, the yeah. DC. Pardon? Unknown Soldier, Vertigo, DC. Uh, let me pull it up because I don't have it in front of me, but I'll tell you in a second. Go ahead and go to Ben. So we're, we're quickly, uh, we are putting, uh, we're going to start putting Marvel and DC books on the on the wheel from now on. Put what? Say that again. I remember we talked we talked about behind the scenes, Ryan, uh, about how long we wanted to wait before we put on a Marvel or a DC book. We oh, keep it uh, none there. of you guys have read The Punisher though, so I think is that okay? That's fine. I'm just I, it's all you guys. Yeah. It's all you guys. I I I, I do remember talking about that, but I think it's also just like books none of us have read is the thing. Yeah. Also, I think it's just uh, a case by case basis. Yeah. All right, Ben. Well, I'm actually changing my picks for once. Um, I <laughs> good. Yeah, the first one is a radioactive spider Gwen. Wait, okay, hold on. Okay, no, no, Which no, no. Which one? No. There's literally like four different number ones of that. Okay, um, radioactive. The the title that was mistakenly called Radioactive Spider Gwen is the is the is the series that started after Secret Wars. Yeah. So the relaunched uh, one. So the relaunched one. Yes, that one. The one before Ghost Spider. Yeah, the yes. one before Ghost Spider. Got it. Okay. What's the other okay. one? Okay, I mean, I think all of us have read that one, but okay. Yeah. I haven't. That's why I'm putting it on. I, I just packed away the trades that, uh, 10 minutes ago. And you don't, you uh, don't have to always pick something you own. Well, because I like having stuff I own, so it makes me read it. That's why. Mm, that makes sense. Yeah. What's the other I don't one? own any of the Power Rangers books. What's your other did one? I, did I just spoil it? Ben? Immortal Hulk. Okay. All right. So are we going to read not... volume one and two again, or just start at no, three? No, we're going to keep going. Start at three. Okay. Um, okay. That'll. Okay, Ben, you need to get more comics. Um... I'm yes. moving, dude. We will talk about this off podcast. Yes. Okay. Um, uh... To clarify, my unknown soldier is uh, it's a four volume run from uh, DC Vertigo by Joshua Desart. Hell yeah, he did a good something run. All right. Here we go. Round and round they go. Oh my god, I'm about to follow you again. Oh my god. Immortal Hulk's not even done. Can't we, really? <laughs> I guess we're doing Immortal Hulk. We're, we're going to do Immortal Hulk until the, until the series is done. It's not done yet. We're gonna get through it before uh, the the book even finishes. Okay, I guess. All right, cool. We're doing it, unless we decide not to. Uh, something. Okay, that's it. So I guess Immortal Hulk is the next book club uh, series. Jesus. Until Good then, um, where can you find us? You can find us all at Fake Nerd Podcast on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. Uh, Fake Nerd Guys at Gmail uh guys don't forget to like this video subscribe to this channel there's a lot of cool stuff on this channel we got more book club episodes we got michael Morisi interview for the book club uh we got wasted space for the book club we just did all of power rangers if you're watching this and you haven't watched all of the other power rangers ones sorry we spoiled the whole thing but maybe go through it what are we doing? Re reading volume eight before four seven crazy um uh, we also have our fake nerds watch series which we are going to start our mandalorian fake nerds watch series uh, we're going to do two episodes at a time of that one uh, just keep our schedules nice and easy to coordinate because we did it last with the last with the first season of Mandalorian. Uh, we just finished Lovecraft Country. Uh, we got the boys up there now. Swamp Thing is still airing on the CW. Check out our after show for 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 that. Uh, Watchmen, Game of Thrones season eight. We got a lot of cool stuff. Umbrella Academy. We got a lot of cool stuff in the Fictor Watch series. All those um, old shows. Yeah, we also have a our Basement Arcade series. We just did some cool October stuff for, for Basement Arcade, some Left 4 Dead, some Animal Crossings, some uh, uh, Dead by Daylight, Dead some some Dead Space. Thank you. Uh, more Basement Arcade coming. Do you guys know what? More Basement Arcade coming. Cool. Uh, stay uh, tuned. I mean, uh, we will be sometime in this month uh, releasing some stuff from Fortnite um, because the Marvel event is coming Hot. down and uh galactus is descending from the sky rapidly so it's pretty cool oh no i'm losing my battery oh no 
Okay, I'm we good. might be also we might be uh uh playing some phasmophobia. I'm gonna just keep putting it out in the air until we play that's, that mother that's, effer. That's definitely planned. Yeah. Uh, uh, okay. We also have our Fake Nerd podcast series. It's our it's our home show. It's our it's our it's our mothership show. Uh, we've been doing our quarantine cast for twenty something thousand years. Uh, because that's how long this quarantine has been going on. Uh, we've been doing our live shows instead of just recording them and putting them up later. Uh, this week is over the moon. Yep. Yeah, this goes out before Sunday. Cool. If this goes out before tomorrow, because we're recording this on Saturday, then we're doing over the moon. Uh, if not, we just did over the moon. I hope you guys watched I, it. I'm I, over the moon. Excited to watch it. I suspect this will be up Monday. We just did over the moon. Uh, <laughs> this coming Time. week. This coming week, I forgot. I could look it up, but Shattered. I'm not gonna. Shadow um, until uh and then yeah so that's cool we just did a bunch of uh our, our celebration of black horror um uh on the fickner podcast series we did candy man we did his house we did attack the block we did vampires, vampires versus versus bronx a lot of cool stuff uh please check those out uh if you guys are not familiar with with a lot of those movies uh check them out uh okay until next time with the immortal hulk stay fake nerds